Well, there's a change in today's scripture reading. Uh, it can be found on my slides. Uh, instead of uh, the Genesis passage, I decided to use the Psalm um, passage. Okay, it's taken from the book of Psalms, chapter, 23, chapter 73, verse 28. And it reads, But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What is good? This is my first point today. Are you good? So what is considered as good? You know, some of us who are concerned whether are we good enough or curious whether are we good enough may partake in an online test like this one. So the first question is regarding a stray cat. Next slide, please. And what would you do if, once, uh, if a cat stood right in front of your door? And below are some options for you to choose, okay? Or what would you do if a friend in your class or in your office is having problems with their work? Would you spend time to help them? Or would you spend the limited time that you have to better yourself? Are you generous and caring enough to plan for your best friend's birthday? And what about donation, donating blood and helping a person who had fallen on the street? Charity parties? Would you finish up the last piece of cake that you found in your fridge? What about all items in your house? Would you donate or discard them? And how about keeping confidentiality? And I missed out one just now earlier, okay? How would you describe yourself? Okay, but doesn't matter. Let's move on. Sharing an umbrella. Helping an old person across the road. Giving up seats at the MRT. Running into a needy selling tissue. And finally, helping your neighbor living on the 10th floor when the lift had broken down. You know, some of these questions are subjective. You know, some of you may say, you know, I, I, I do not like cats or I do not like cakes. However, the important point is this. How does the world determine good? The fundamental definition of good in this test is based on someone who has morality, righteousness, virtuousness, ethicalness, uprightness, uprightness, integrity, principle, dignity. You, know, you may also define good in the context of abilities and capabilities and talents plus perseverance. Good can also be described as an endeavour to strive for permanent excellence for some. A recent advertisement from Stan Chart began you know, at the starting block of a 100-meter race between all our top world record holders. The current record holder is Usain Bolt. And he recognised that there were many records before him and there will be another after him. But to be the best, he believes that good enough will never change the world. We must harness the mentality that we are not here for good enough. We are here for good. Well, you know, as Christians, we should recognize that the only person that is here for good is God. And if we want to change the world, we must first be good with God. What is good. As the psalmist had written, it is good to be near God. 
and who is good. My next point is, who is good? Are we good enough to be with God? You know, sometimes we may doubt whether are we good enough. Well, a character in the Bible also asks the exact same question. Let me read to you the passage in Mark. And it said, uh, this is a story about the rich and the king in the kingdom of God from Mark 10. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered, no one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You shall not defraud. Honour your father and mother. Teacher, he declared, all this I've kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said. Go, sell everything and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus said again, children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were even more amazed and said to each other, who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, with men, this is impossible. But with God, but not with God, all things are possible with God. Then Peter spoke up, We have left everything to follow you. Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, No one who has left home or, brother, or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age, homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and Phil, okay? along with persecutions and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. See, yeah? the rich man recognized Jesus as a good teacher. I believe many of us here recognize Jesus as a good teacher too. However, recognize that, recognizing that God is good or recognizing Jesus is good is only the first part. We, what comes after recognition of God's goodness? The psalmist went on to say, But as for me, it is good to be near God. I've made the sovereign Lord my refuge. After recognition is reliance on God, making God our refuge, relying on God as our refuge and relying on God as our provider. See, the rich man failed to rely on God as his refuge and provider. He preferred to rely on his tangible wealth as his refuge and provider. I believe that we are better than rich men here, right? I believe we understood that wealth and materials will disappear one day. 
but God will never. So that's why, that why God is the better person to rely on and to, depend, and to be dependent on. Who is good? God is good. Isn't it better to be with God? Isn't it good to be with God instead? You know, today's original scripture reading is taken from Genesis. And it spoke of God's good creation. And that will be my th third point. See, after God created light, God saw that the light was good. After God created waters and the dry land, God saw that it was good. After God created the vegetation, God saw that it was good. And after, God, after, and after the creation of the seas or the sea creatures and winged birds, and God saw that it was good. And after the creation of the beasts of the earth, God saw that it was good. And God saw everything He had made. And behold, it was very good. When God created the earth, did God declare that it was good? God did not declare that it was good. God approved and witnessed. God saw that it was good. See, God saw that it was good. Hence, God approved and witnessed that it is good. God saw and witnessed that everything He created as good. And perhaps when God saw the earth as good, it is a witness that is syn synonymous with His character as good. If the creation is good, the Creator must be good because God is good. Or it could be an emphasis that the goodness of God's creation is dependent on God. See, for the creation to remain good, it has to remain with God. The, the relationship between Creator and creation is complex. But we know one thing, okay? That earth cannot live independently from God. The creation cannot live independently from the Creator. For earth to exist, God is indispensable. God cannot be separated from the earth. So for the earth to exist, God must be there. And for us to exist, we must not be separated from God because it is good to be with God. You know, perhaps the three separations in the creation story has deeper meaning. The separation of light from darkness, the separation of water from waters from waters or heaven and earth, and the separation of day from night. And if you include land from water, that will make four separations. Perhaps it is to reveal to us that there is a higher power above us and we need to constantly remain in God to be good. And these separations can only be bridged by our Lord Jesus Christ. Perhaps when Christ comes again, these four separations will no longer exist. It's mentioned in Revelation chapter 21, verse 1. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared, and the sea was also gone. There will be no more separation between water and land when Christ comes again, because there will be no more sea. Wow. Oh, Revelation 21, verse 23. 
The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it. For the glory of God gives it light and the Lamb is its lamp. There will be no more darkness for Jesus, the Lamb of God. Our good God will be that light. Interesting, huh? How about Revelation 22, verse 5? There will be no more night. There will not, they will not need the light of a lamb or the light of the sun. For the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. There will be no more night because God will give us light. What about Revelation 22, verse 1? And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. With heaven coming down, there will be no more separation between the heaven and the earth. Perhaps the goodness to exist on earth, for goodness to exist on earth, God has to bring the heaven to us. Richard Foster wrote, the goal of the, of the Christian life is not simply to get us into heaven, but to get heaven into us. It's taken from his book, Streams of Living Water. Perhaps that's God's plan too, to bring goodness into us, to get heaven into us. Lastly, Revelation 21 verse 3, and it says that, I heard a loud shout from the throne, saying, look, God's home is now among His people. He will live with them and they will be His people. God Himself will be with them. He will be with us. It is good to be with God. If God saw that His creation is good, so should we, because we are His creation. If His creation is good, so are we. We are also God's good creation. And after we know of God's goodness, what should we do? We should do good. And that's my fourth point. And what part can we play to make this world good? What can we do to make this world better? Firstly, when was the last time you give a good compliment to another person? You know, I have to make regular visits to those who are ill or what you call shut-ins or so. And one thing that I always do was to look for something positive to encourage those that I visited. You know, it could be just a, a, a smile on the face, a joyful spirit of the person or better mobility or agility that, that week. I look out for anything good that I could compliment and encourage that person. Maybe we should start today. Turn to the person on your left or right and say this to the person. You look good today. <laughs> what is stopping us from giving positive compliments to others? What is preventing us from using the word good? I believe these next two words will be, is most probably the culprit. It's called victim mentality. I believe many of us, including myself, have fallen into victim mentality. And what does victim mentality mean? Simple. 
everyone else is at, everyone is at fault. Everything is at fault. And everyone and everything has done us injustice. And this is only one aspect of victim mentality. Let's take, for example, Stomp, our local online journalist web portal. The majority, in fact, nearly all of it uh, was placed online were regarding bad behaviours uh, and injustice. It is flooded with bad and negative media about wrongdoings. Very rarely, we see something good being placed online. You know, there were many postings of bad drivers, bad citizens that damaged cars, you know, unruly habits displayed in public. But, you know, but have we posted on good behaviours, good drivers, good citizens? You can hardly find them, no? We have adopted the victim mentality. And we have also developed an avoidance mentality. If you don't mess with me, I don't mess with you. So, and good becomes unnoticed because we have been clouded with so much negativity when good is performed we doubt that person's intention good becomes overcast by the injustice we feel inside well have we failed to see good have we stopped seeing good I know that bad news sells better, but good news is what we are supposed to proclaim. Perhaps if we want to change our society, we can begin by rewarding others with the word good. I believe our society will be a good place to live in if we change just these characteristics in our lives first. And perhaps our marriage will become better if we start using the word good. Although posting of good deeds were few, but there, there were some. So when we read or watch videos of good deeds, you know, it warms our heart and encourages us to do likewise. Recently, a foreign worker was videoed sheltering passengers alighting from a bus with his huge umbrella you know, during a heavy downpour. You know, after watching if you feel guilty, why haven't you done such a thing? Maybe it is time to do some good. Doing good begets more goodness. And let's return to Psalm 73, verse 28. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. Where can we tell others of God's good deeds? You know, the blessed program that we talked about earlier is a good chance for us to tell others of God's goodness through the action of goodness in us, what God has done through us. Doing good can be as easy as sharing, you know, the good news. Doing good can also be sharing a meal together and it can begin with a prayer or serving one another or, sim or simply give a listening ear. We need to share why it is good to be with God. And before I end, there is a final point. It is titled, Our Own Good. You know, sometimes we feel that God is no good because if God is good, why do we have to suffer? Ecclesiastes 7.14 said, when times are good, be happy. But when times are bad, 
consider this. God has made the one as well as the other. You see, God's understanding of good may not be synonymous with our concept of good. You know, where we hope to live without difficulties, without trials. You know, even bad times are meant to be good for us. How can we be trained without going through trials? Furthermore, difficult situations draw us to our knees in prayer and we are drawn closer to God. Let us, under, let us also understand this, that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been caught according to His purpose. God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in His holiness. Finally, remember this from Psalm 73, verse 28. And this is a summary for today's sermon. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I've made the Sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. It is good to be near, to be with God, because God is good. It is good to be with God and to make our Sovereign Lord our refuge, because He is eternal and dependable. It is good to be with God, and we must tell others of His deeds and His goodness. It is good to be with God because God is good all the time. You know, many of us, we have felt so much difficulty and negativity that we forgot that God is good. And even though sometimes we are in church, we may be numb. In fact, we have not felt God's goodness or we have not even appreciated God's goodness. We have lost God's goodness in us. I felt that today's message is to reinforce, is to highlight that God is good and He wants that goodness to be remembered in all of us. We are here because God is good. We have a life because God is good. God is good in all of us. In fact, He is good all the time. But have we felt that goodness? When was the last time we have appreciated God's goodness in us? You know, it pains God when we do not understand that He's good. He has meant everything for us. In His plans, it is for our good. I, I'm going to ask the worship team to, to come forward. Just to play that closing song, um, God is good all the time. Um, just take this time as a ministry time, as a time that you can re-engage with God and not just with God, but with God's goodness. He, he is good and He wants to have a good relationship with you too.
He wants to be with you. He wants you to be with Him. He wants you to understand it is good to be with God. It is good to be with Him. Because God is good. 